1: Stansfield,
0: good turn
1: away from Tron. Goal! And welcome to another episode of the Glovers cast, here to celebrate yet another victory at Hewish Park, this time against Slough Town, and maybe a couple other things that happened in the week. It's Mr. Ben Barrett.
0: Hello. Hiya. How you doing? Very well, my friend. How are you? I am okay. I've got my cup of Miles tea. I'm ready to tackle whatever this chinwag may throw at me.
1: Dave, what have you got in your cup? I've
2: got Miles tea, but I'm amazed it took Ben that long to mention it, to be honest with you. I thought (laughs) that would have been ahead of hello, but he is now contractually (laughs) obliged to mention Miles tea every 15 seconds.
0: Is that the same Miles T that people can now get 15% off by using the promo code CloversCast 15 on the official Miles T website? Is that what you're referring to?
1: That is the one. Is it? Yeah.
0: I do hope I'm people sure. have used
1: it. I'm sure that people get paid to mention they do. it. They Rather than... So here's my theory. When you say theory. people,
2: you're looking at one, right? And it's not me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, we, we. Yeah, Ben's I've got a side deal here. with. Uh...
0: Here's what that I'm saying. Awesome. We've 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 done miles a favor we've got a freebie bunch of tea out of it but look at what we can do how many how many people does this podcast reach thousands so here's my call billion. six billion people ish we <laughs> got we've got to throw the ish in there for legal reasons um but if you're a somerset based company that actually wants to sponsor us come and say hello ian we've got we've got sponsor rates haven't we ian yeah we do yeah, I'm, if you need me to make a funny video, I'll to make a funny video. I'll make a not very funny video. Whatever you want, I don't care. If you're a Somerset company, see what we've done with Miles T. Literally, numbers of people will be using that, that promo code. They could be using your promo code out there, people of Somerset. Approach is, it, is
2: this where the intro music comes in after the advertising <laughs> break at the beginning? <laughs>
0: Loverscast at gmail.com and we'll fire you over a, an advertising. Stop rate.
2: it!
1: Stop hey. it! Right, that's enough. That's enough. Okay. Can I just say though, the coffee is brilliant. I really, I've, I've enjoyed the coffee. Sorry, that 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 is that is genuine. I hope that. Well, then have a have to, a, have a it actually was have a go at him <laughs> have have as well. Shillings. He's the boss.
2: <laughs> oh, I I can't have a go at him. You <laughs> and I, we just the, we're just cannon fodder, mate. So.
1: Uh, that's
2: all we are. <laughs> right, football. Remember South that. Town. Remember that. Round thing. Football... 22 people. Kick it around on a bit of grass or a bit of plastic this weekend.
1: Oh, dear. Yeah, oh, dear, indeed. We uh, are. Good let's talk slough. What let's talk slough. Like? <laughs> what is this love? Um, Lineup. Lineup. We were all very... Uh. Oh, who's going to be playing where in... Uh... I did get a message from Sheridan who um rolled back on her worthy definitely won't be right back comment that she made on the previous episode of the Glover's cast um cuz Mr Worthington was at right back
2: yeah to uh, in our in our WhatsApp chat <laughs> Ben Ben put Worthington at right back immediately and then went I'm just trying to figure this out and as it turned out he figured it out spot on so uh so yeah but um He wasn't really really a right-back, was he? Or not what uh, the purists would call a right-back. He was, uh, I think I referred to him in my match report, as playing in the Michael Smith position. We certainly was when he scored that goal anyway. He was in the Michael Smith position. But uh, I I kept looking, thinking, where's Matt Worthington? (laughs) He was like right down the (laughs) other. He was definitely a right winger rather than a right-back, certainly in that first half anyway.
1: There was a couple of points where the passes weren't quite right to him. And... He had to bomb it back because the way that Slough had played with the sort of the wing backs, there was always someone in that space where he needed to get back to, to get as well. And he, he did say after the game that he was feeling it in his legs after yeah. a lot of running. So hoping for the return of Michael Smith as were well we, as us.
0: Were we surprised that it was Matt Worthington? Looking at the options on the bench, I think I said before in our chat that there were arguably Four more obvious options at right back. Sendles White is a defender. Folsom is a defender. Hours and doors could have arguably been right back options as well, who hadn't been starting in the middle of midfield like Matt Worthington had been. Were we surprised by that? Or do you think that that was something that was always likely to happen?
2: I thought it was interesting that um, Mark Cooper before the game said uh, Charlie could have played there. Mm. And then in his uh, press conference on, on Thursday he said uh, Charlie could have played there, Worthy could have played there Sonny could have played there <laughs> and it's like that's everybody except Will Dawes, Josh Sendles White, the people like you say that would be, you would imagine to be more fitted to, to that position but uh, can't knock Matt Worthington for
1: what I well, guess was. we've he's played right wing back hmm. before hasn't he And and we've used him there, didn't he score that he scored that header where he was absolutely climbing last season on the back of a player, didn't he? I forget who it was against. Eastleigh, um, yeah, and I think he was wing back
0: mm, on that maybe. night
1: as well. Um, and but, well, like Mark Coop said, it's not really right. Back. It's not really yeah. a right back, is it? It's a winger. Um, and if you
0: want someone in our group to do a few extra kms and a few extra laps of the pitch up and down up and down up and down you're probably going to look at, at matt worthington the dude covers most blades of grass across a football match anyway it, it does it does in hindsight look like it makes sense but it, i did look at the bench and go maybe not how i would have done it and i didn't necessarily think breaking up the midfield would have would have um been a good thing but can't knock him at all i thought he i thought he looked really good really solid and i didn't think the midfield lost out an awful lot um i think it
1: just kept the shape didn't it it kept that shape that and and that's as important as anything like jamie sendles white yeah he's a defender and can play right back but he's not gonna do that
0: he's gonna be bombing up he wouldn't scored that goal
1: no he's not gonna be in those attacking areas jay falston left-footed isn't gonna be playing that position in the same way josh hours also left footed isn't gonna be playing that position in the same way Um, you could argue you probably say Dawes could do it Um, Cooper obviously went off at the end with a bit of an injury and is also taped up on the back of his leg you you wouldn't want him to uh, overexert himself having to do that extra running as you know as much running as you do in centre midfield as well but getting up and down like he did yeah And, and the thing I thought was as you know, Michael Smith is brilliant but we didn't miss him that much because of how well Wormington played Completely I agree
0: yeah, yeah, that's really fair Um, and what I think that does is because obviously when he's fit he comes back he plays, we still have him what I think it does is it means we're not looking to rush him if he's not available Saturday on a plastic pitch that might be a bit slippy, that might not be great for hamstrings maybe he sits that one out then we've got a clear week, and he gets ready for the He's next after that. It's it's no longer... A, that, that was a concern, wasn't it? That was the urgent yeah. concern of get just get through to Michael Smith being fine again. Actually, we probably have now got the personnel to go, okay, we can probably... Excuse me, terrible time to get hiccups. Probably see our way through a couple of games.
1: Agreed. Agreed. The first half, though, it was... <sighs> we we mostly controlled it, didn't we? There's a, a good, Sam Pearson had a couple of ones where he was in on goal. He mm-hmm. just showed a little bit too much of it to the goalkeeper. But I thought Slough played really well. And Mark Cooper said afterwards that, you know, that wasn't the Slough that we prepared for because they actually came and <laughs> tried to play. And there was one move in the first half where they kind of, the keeper knocked it short to Davies and they just cut through us and were like in on goal. And it was like, oh, They've made that look quite easy. But I just I was impressed with how well they pressed us and stopped us playing out the back. There was that moment towards the end of the first half where Joe Day slips over under pressure and you're thinking, (laughs) oh, they're they're really not letting us play. And times where Warnall picked up the ball and he's kind of waiting and waiting and waiting for someone to come to him or get into the right space. But the way they're cutting it off so that he can't play through was,
0: um, yeah, very good. Lots of love from Scott Davies in, in his post-match for Jake one as well. Um, it was interesting because I didn't think it was that even. I felt like we had him at arm's length with the exception of the header onto the crossbar, which is a set piece, which is well worked. It's a great delivery. Davies is brilliant at those. It's a good header. It's unlucky. With the exception of that, I don't ever feel like we were in any kind of bother. And I said at half time, and it was maybe slightly contradictory to what you said on air, Ian. Actually, I said, it's just frustrating being this comfortable and not being out in front. I think Morgan should have scored when he went through. That was an incredible run. He just yeah. loses his footing. Seeing the replay, seeing the highlights, he just loses his standing foot. Um, He was trying to place it anyway, and maybe there's an argument of leathering that thing at that point. But he just loses his standing foot. Just a tiny little slip. That's all it is. He probably could, should score that. Pearson, one goal he has to score, the other one he has to just touch sideways. He has to touch it sideways, and Jordan Young has the complete freedom of an empty 18-yard box to slot the ball in. We should have been 3-0 up, could have been 3-0 up on another day. I never felt at all worried. I felt like every time we went forward, particularly down the wide areas, we were going to cut them open. There were so many options on the far right-hand side where we had a chance to either... Jordan Young cuts in, or a ball was delivered in that was just bounced about or cleared. That was just—I felt it was really, really comfortable, just without it being completely cutthroat. And obviously, we asked for that to change in the second half, and boy, did it!
2: Yeah, I, I thought it was a very good game of football. In a, the first great start. game of
0: football. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: I thought there was both both teams had had opportunities, and I think Slough were maybe a bit better than you're suggesting there, Ben. But uh, I yeah, in terms of in terms of clear cut chances I, I I agree with you, but I think they um they, they would have been very hard done by to be going in behind at half time, I think. It's uh, it's a bit like if I think about the uh the the first half at St Albans, I, I actually listened back to the St Albans uh, podcast afterwards and they were saying uh, that they should have won the game. Uh, at St Albans, but I thought we were far. We had far better chances in that game than the ones that we had um, in the first half at Slough. And uh, whereas St Albans were probably lucky to only be one 0 down at half-time, I think Slough would have been uh, quite hard done by uh, if they if they didn't.
1: If they had have gone in, I think at the two Pearson chances were really good goalkeeping i know he just has to knock it round, but i thought the way he came off his line so quickly on both just made it that extra bit hard for someone who's absolutely rapid running into goal as well i thought he did i thought the keeper did really well to prevent him and and brave as well because one Mm -hmm. of them he
2: literally goes in at sam pearson's boot and like just like swallows the ball up doesn't he which um yeah, he's no, he no, I thought he was good, the goalkeeper. I thought he was. We've, we've had a couple, haven't we? Goalkeepers that have had uh had good games against us.
1: But yeah. Yeah, I suppose they have a lot of action when they're against us, so we see them. They're, <laughs> yeah, they're quite that's busy. True. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah.
0: He still got to pick the ball out of the back of his net three times, didn't he? He did. Um, he I did. wanted to. I wanted to mention um Dylan Morgan, because I was excited. About Dylan Morgan, whenever he he got the ball, I was excited. He was raw. He was just thinking, I need to get as close to that goal as quickly as possible. And not every touch came off. Not every pass came off. Not every time he got trying to go around the defender did it come off. But I loved his intent. And I was going to ask if he reminded anyone else of a little bit of last year's Jordan Young. Mm. Where maybe that final 1% isn't quite there. The finish the final cross. But this is a guy that's coming from part-time to full-time. Um, I think he said something like he's had to give up his job and he's adjusting to that. So football fitness will be very different for him over the last few weeks. But that for me, it was a really, really exciting 45 minutes from him. I thought he linked up really well with Whittle at times. Him and Pearson had a couple of nice interchanges. And if he's on the same trajectory of Jordan Young, we might have ourselves a real player on our hands next season.
2: I was going to say, he's one of those players that you think, like like Young is a good example, but also like Jay Wannell, full-time mm. football plus the coaching that he's getting now that he won't have had anywhere else. Could be absolutely a match made in, in heaven for him. And I can also tell that Ben's made notes tonight because he's very, I very thorough just, in everything but, that he's saying.
0: I've just <laughs> crossed off, mentioned yeah. Dylan Morgan. <laughs> I, I don't know if and you Mal were listening.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know if you were listening
1: at half time. Um, but I described that front portion of our team, um, please don't laugh, as like Barcelona light, because we've got so many little gonna uh, write that one shorter, <laughs> <laughs> shorter players who are technically really good. Play, you know, you think Sonny, Dylan Morgan, Jordan Young, Sam Pearson, there's all those kind of like little lads that are all very good with the ball. Like, you know, when Barcelona are at their best, I think Sonny is Iniesta. Um, is, is
0: Charlie Cooper yes. Sergio Busquets?
2: I was gonna say he's gotta be yeah. Busquets, isn't he? The, uh, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. one was? Which one's messy? Probably young. You mm. think? You no, know what I mean? Though
1: they're, they're, yeah, we've got I, a load of it. little, little attacking yeah. midfielders who are all interchangeable, move around, and make it hard for teams to to follow them. Who does and that then make? Then you've got Big Frank. You like...
2: can I say who does that make? Nuble? <laughs> <laughs> I can't think which Barcelona, like Ibrahimovic or someone yeah, like that. Yeah, he was
1: there for a bit, wasn't he?
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: I... Or, I, I I, I I don't hate the comparison. How weird is that? Amazing. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Uh, and, and you have the just, second half, and you have just called Mark Cooper Pep Guardiola as well. So <laughs>
2: Got too much air.
1: He'll be happy to see me next time. <laughs> um, too much air. Well, I'm okay. just saying Guardiola second and
2: Guardy <laughs> Pep's going to be livid though. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. I know he'll be he'll be on to me in the morning. I'm sure.
0: <laughs> um a second go on Ben. no i I was going to talk about the second half because i said to you at halftime on our little chat i said this is a patience game and it didn't take a lot of patience (laughs) in the second half i thought we might have to be waiting for a little bit longer i thought they would come out and try and go right well we've done okay for 45 let's try and double that down and oh the goal is gorgeous from every every part of it, the way it breaks down, the way we get the ball back, the delivery, how it all comes about, the run from Worthington, the finish, not an easy finish, by the way. I've said it a few times, but that's going Like
2: Barcelona-like, right. yeah. You have Just, like
0: Barcelona. <laughs> Just like Barcelona. Just um, like Barcelona. It is, again, it's an, it's, a, it's an increasingly long list, but it's right up there for one of my favourite goals this season.
1: It was a great ball. Uh, an unbelievable pass. And like you said, to take it first time on the volley
0: mm-hmm.
1: and get it
0: right. He's stretching um, a bit as well.
1: Is, yeah. Very is,
0: easy to spoon that over.
1: I think, and uh, I asked um, Mark Cooper about it after because he'd said about St Albans and the um, not starting bad right. start... <laughs> To the second half, and I think he said we got a few more cones out, and Adam running around with a load of cones. <laughs> and then he uh, thought a yeah, helicopter then... was going to land on the pitch, didn't he Because there was that many cones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it worked. Yeah, and it worked. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, and it it has been. I think I, I didn't I didn't really notice it particularly, but after he said about it on after St Albans. I did um look back at the Hemel game and it felt like at the Hemel game they took over a little bit of control after half time um as well so
0: you, you, your picture froze. Then it was brilliant good. for that entire little chat.
2: Your picture just <laughs> completely
0: froze. We could hear you, and yeah. you are making a very, very good point. So we didn't want to oh, interrupt good. and say.
2: But, but you, but the look that you had was very in thought and detailed, <laughs> and it it did, um, it did actually mirror what you were saying. But the yeah uh, yeah the at least you can hear Ilterster, me. That's good. <laughs> yeah, the oldest Wi-Fi is on song again. I can see.
0: Yeah, and mm. and and it's all well and good starting quickly. And getting that goal, but to double up so quickly, just mm. four or five minutes later, with what is becoming an, an a stereotypical, archetypal, call it what you like, Jordan Young goal. Get the ball, drop a shoulder, left foot. I mean, you could watch them all day long, couldn't you? Do
2: you know what he did though? He had a shot. He did. <laughs> he dribbled it into the box. He took it he took it out. He didn't put his laces through it, but he had a shot. Mm. And and and, and and that's all I want from him. Just have a shot. And the keeper was not expecting that, was he? You could see it no. was all, all we said about the keeper in the first half. You looked at it and he just looked down at it and then he went, oh, fuck! whatever he said. But um, <laughs> but yeah, he was not expecting Jordan I thought, to put it there.
1: Uh, it looked like from the angle as well of the camera, it looked like he was going straight for the other corner as well. It hmm. was all sort of opened up nicely to, you know... Whip it top bins. And then he's like, nah, I'm going this side. Yeah. Yeah. No. Lovely goal. Lovely
2: finish. Well done, Jordan. How many's that he's got now? Is that eleven? Ten? Eleven? I think did you not 12. say it was 12? twelve? Twelve? Yeah. 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 The only number you didn't say in that sequence, I think. Yeah, 10? Eleven? 13.
1: Um, yeah. so close. Yeah.
2: But uh, but yeah, it was good. But then uh say, slough for the um uh, credit to them they they even at 2-0 down I don't think they gave up they still came into the but they had that one at the near post didn't they where um their lad does well to get in and the, the I mean I listened to a very good um uh, analysis on the radio and he was saying yeah the uh that the, the guy at the, at the near post was probably just in slightly the wrong position so he couldn't get on it but um and then uh, you know, Matt Worthington's goal was great, but I, uh, I, you know, as a as a lover of a, of a of a screamer, I have to say that their goal was it. Bayless, do Dan Bayless, maybe that yeah, was a great was, that was yeah. a great finish for a centre half. That was a yep. brilliant finish.
1: Yeah, yeah, an absolute uh, ping.
0: I don't think you can really have like you can you can go through it and if you want to nitpick through a, with a fine tooth comb, you could and say, "Well, should he have closed down a bit more?" We dealt with the cross. We got rid of it. It just falls nicely. And on another day and plenty of other times in that second half, that ends up in the back of the Thatcher stand, not the back of the net. Um, I wonder if the amount of bodies made it maybe slightly difficult for Joe Day to see. Maybe he catches it a bit late. Doesn't quite get across in time, but I think it's far enough in the corner anyway, that it's just, you just doff your cap and say, well, you're allowed one of them every now and again.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, I thought it was a great Hmm. goal.
1: They it came was,
0: close straight it, after, didn't they? As well, though, it was that All got it, a bit scrappy in the box. Yeah, it was that ten minutes, maybe, maybe not even ten minutes, maybe sort of five minutes before and five minutes afterwards, where I kind of it was the only time I sort of sat up on my seat to watch the stream. Sort of sat forward a little bit of little bit tense in my seat because so I was thinking they're they're having a go here, and um, fair play to him. I that Scott Davies is a classy, classy player. I know he's their manager. But I just think he's got a really classy touch. Mm -hmm. Um, You can tell he's
2: played at much higher level. You
0: can, can't you? His brain is clearly moving right. And he's a classy, classy player. And I thought it was really interesting, something he said after the game, actually, where he said that when the goal went in, and just in general, he felt like the crowd were ready to turn. Mm. And so he played up on that and he encouraged the team at halftime. And, to say the crowd will turn. And something he said, he said, I was here many moons ago and it doesn't take a lot for it to get toxic here, is what he said, almost word for word. I thought that was really interesting because... Must have been there last season. (laughs) (laughs) Believe me, Scott, if it was toxic back when you were there, mate, it only got worse. Um, (laughs) So I I just wonder what your thoughts were on that because it was interesting that for the first time this season, I've noted that an opposition manager has notably said that benefited us, and we were spurred on by that
2: spurred on by the fact that the crowd could turn
0: well we're turning we're having a moan. he said yeah. it it made us feel better that they were that the supporters were moaning because they were going backwards and sideways. it's the first time i've I've heard them physically say it helped us and I thought, oh Christ yeah. <laughs> okay. Ian was in message. the ground. Yeah, well,
1: it was one that I didn't notice it because the side we were on were all pretty um happy with things. Like even in that first half, the only I noticed in the first half there was a a bit of a I think Mark Cooper had a bit of a word with someone behind him. Um, but yeah, I don't know.
0: But your side were happy with being thirteen points clear in the second highest goal scorers in the division. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they are. Yeah. they they're okay the with that. A bunch of happy
2: clappers. They are, eh? <laughs> they're Jesus okay with Christ, it. Right, okay. have a moan.
1: <laughs> okay, just Fine. very odd. I, I just, I mean, and it, I think it just just tends to be people in that area behind the the, the home dugout who like to have their voice heard. And you know, I, I don't We've, get it. I just we, don't we, get it. How does we, it
0: help anyone? We, we, we have mentioned it a couple of times before. But I don't understand where it's coming from. We have no divine right in this division at any point to have a team turn up at Hewish Park, roll over, and let us tickle their bellies. Mm -hmm. We have no divine right. This is everyone's cup final. Everyone finds 10% more against us, especially at our place. And yet we're still steamrolling these teams. We're still Um... winning 3-1 and their goal was a worldie. Like, I I don't understand where it's coming from. You've seen fifty-six goals this season. I don't get it. I just don't I, get it. what he's. I, I think at? that
2: might be part of it that because we are doing so well, and and I, I don't think I am not saying that the people who are having a other people who maybe haven't been to games, but if you if you turn up to a over game for the first time on Tuesday night and you told you were playing that you were watching a team that was thirteen points clear in the league uh, against a team that was somewhere in mid table. That wasn't the perform that that wasn't the game that you saw in the first half. I don't think you didn't see a team that was so far ahead of everybody else. And and as you say quite rightly, that was because that was credit to Slough, I think, because of the way that they played. Um, but if you turned up expecting a team to be steamrolled, that wasn't what you saw in the first half. Um, but. I was interested to hear. I was just listening to Frank Newble on his Thursday press conference, uh, and he said something about if we hadn't been doing well this season, that probably wouldn't be a surprise to people anyway. And it almost made me stop and check myself a bit because I thought, um, "You actually, he's right." Because you think where we were at the end of last season, with people uh, towards the end of last season, people were calling for Mark Cooper to go.
0: Um well Cooper out after Hemel, by the way, happened. Yeah, which yeah, is, yeah. Which is absurd.
2: Yeah. yeah. And um and, and we didn't have the players that, that, that we did and you know, after the summer, I don't. I I think people still expected us to, with the players that we brought in. I think people would have ex- still expected us to go there. So you can look at it one way or the other, can't you? Can you say we're a massive club in this division? And yes, you know, the, all the cliches. No one's got a divine right to anyone, and this is a difficult league. No easy games, and all of that kind of stuff. But we are a massive club in this league, and we should be doing what we're doing with the with the squad that we've got. But equally, you think where we came from at the end mm-hmm. of last season, I think if we hadn't recruited the way that we did, and you know, obviously the recruitment has been proved very astute because of not just because of the players that we've got, but the way that they're playing. And I know, you know we always talk about camaraderie and team spirit and all of that but that is hugely evident in this team they're not just good players they're a good they're a good team as well and i think um yeah it was i was just interested by what new Blaise said because he's i think he's spot on that if we hadn't have done uh, so well people would have said oh well you know changes off the pitch everything's um a bit up in the air but i think that summer everything that we had in that summer with all the changes that went on around the ground, the players that we brought in, there was a real feel-good factor uh, about the club and it very easily could have gone another way Um, Mm -hmm. and I think that's credit to everybody and I'll I'll give Martin Hallier his his, his shout out because I think a lot of the, uh, the changes that he made, as we've said before lots of things that should have been happening for years, but they never did, you know, painting the ground and putting a bar in and all of those things. He's done those things, and I know there's been covenants in place that meant you couldn't do that in the past. Um, but he did all those things. Mark Cooper could have walked away in the summer and he and and, and he didn't. Uh, and he's stayed and he's he's put this team together, brought in the likes of um, you know, Nublai, Murphy. Um, and uh, you know, all Michael Smith, Joe Day, all of those, and and he's only been able to do that because of the support that he's he, he's got. So I don't think we can underestimate what last summer meant, because um, it it could could very easily have gone the other way. Anyway, I that his... was a bit of a monologue, wasn't it? I, I, it's, it's been long overdue mate That was a positive <laughs> monologue. That was a positive monologue. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I ca- I am capable of them every now and again.
0: I thought the um, reference to Scunthorpe was interesting. Scunthorpe are very yeah. comparable to us. Frank
2: So I was going to say, I didn't mention Scunthorpe, but yeah. yeah, Scunthorpe are the other way. You're right. Yeah. yeah,
0: they're 12 points behind the league leaders at Tamworth. And you've only got to look, well, quite are they far really? down. 12 points. 12 points behind Tamworth. So, wow. so, I mean, one of the questions I thought we could maybe get to in a couple of weeks, we've probably got time today, is Tamworth, 31 played, 69 points. We're a couple of games behind, but we've got 66. And whether or not us or them would win the league first and how many points who will get more points out of us and Tamworth, et cetera. Um, but it's also, we haven't got to look too far South geographically to find a team that are quite far South in the league in Torquay. And they are arguably as equally massive as we are. They are going through arguably as big things as we went through. Maybe they're still going through theirs, but in terms of calibre of team, 21 points separate us and Torquay at the moment, which Mm. on another day, another set of very specific summer-based circumstances, you could see flipped around quite easily. And again, part of me sits there and thinks, and yet people are still moaning about a sideways pass. I just, I just, I just Uh, struggle with that notion. Yeah, 20 minutes in a 95-minute football match. And (laughs) I,
2: I, we, we, I, we, we, they, they are football fans. We are football fans. I'm not going to stand here and say that I haven't made complaints about uh, about that. Maybe not so much this season. I I let out frustrated groans occasionally, um. But, but that's people. <laughs> you know, people, pe-, pe people think I I I pay my money. I deserve to. I I deserve to be entertained. And I've got I've got some time for that that argument. But ultimately, we won. Mark Cooper can, uh, you know, he he made reference to uh, people grumbling in his in his post-match comments after Tuesday, didn't he? But ultimately, he won. Uh, and in to t- in in six months' time, who's going to remember that somebody mm. went? Oh, get it forward, Cooper. Um, they're going to remember that we won that game. I'm not going to finish that sentence.
1: <laughs> oh, I was
0: close.
2: close
0: to.
1: Close.
2: <laughs> But on, we the, uh, on about the, the, the third
1: goal, yeah, no, no, Sorry, no, no. Well, that
2: was kind of, kind of, I was, I was going to
1: segue <laughs> to it. So, you, know,
2: you were saying about uh, Scott Davies and uh, and how he was uh, he was riling um, people up and doing all things. Like, did you see Frank Nublai, after he took that penalty away? He said something to uh. To um to Scott Davies as he was as he was walking back and Scott Davies almost laughed and like smacked him on the ass as he as he walked through and then Frank Newley just turns around as he's walking back and putting his hands up like what 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 are you gonna say now I thought it was yeah. brilliant he's like he's like the most deadpan shithouser in the world Frank Newley absolutely brilliant I love him
1: yeah and absolutely who you wanted on that penalty oh, at Jesus, that time yeah. yeah in that moment like there's not, it, I mean, yeah. I don't it's not that we're not blessed with players who can we're shoulder with a responsibility, ball, yeah. but
0: he was the only one not. he wanted. Yeah.
2: He grabbed it, yeah. didn't yeah. he? He grabbed it, he well, had it in his No, oh. Jordan
0: Young went off to get the ball. Did he? He goes off to get the ball and then he comes back into the area, and Jordan Young's got it in his hand, and I went, I'd be giving that to Frank. And within half a millisecond, he goes, Here you Frank, and I go, Oh, good. Jordan Young scores that penalty <laughs> 99 times out of 100. I think Frank Nublae scores that penalty 100 times out of 100. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it just it just worked out. Um, it was a pen. I don't think I can have too much moan about it. It looked like a pen. It felt like a pen. Scott Davies didn't think it was a pen. I wouldn't expect him to, but it looked like a pen. Yeah.
2: He, had a, right,
0: he had a right old good moan about the ref, did Scott Davies. Did he? Yeah. A right old good moan. He didn't moan. Like Chris Wilder moaned about the referee having a sandwich. He moaned about the officials. I don't know if you saw that today. Chris Wilder was very unhappy that in a conversation with the referee, one of the assistants was having a sandwich. He found it very disrespectful. Um, <laughs> what was in the
2: sandwich? I, and what did I, he get in his meal deal?
0: Unbelievable. I, I want to know what this assistant referee's meal deal is. But yeah. um, I, I wanted to know who your guys' man of the matches were. And who was the official man of the match? Was it worthy? he got the official?
2: Worthy, going yeah. Officially, yeah.
0: Who did you guys vote for? Because I'm wondering if we all went for someone different. Because I thought there were five or six genuine standout performances at different times. We haven't even talked about Frank Nublé making a last ditch sliding tackle on the edge of his own box at one point in the second. Well, round.
2: that was in the melee that you mentioned before, wasn't it? <laughs>
0: really? Yeah, like yeah. You don't need to be there doing that, mate. But I love the fact that you are.
2: No, I think I might be biased by what Mark Cooper said about Frank Nouble after the after the game, but I think I'd have given it to him. Um, I, I, I actually, whilst whilst you're saying who you thought it was, I'm gonna uh, have a look yeah. and see who got the uh, Matt, who won the man of the match poll.
1: Yeah, you I thought? can't remember who I who I actually went for, but Oops. I think I think I think between William Cooper
0: for me. I went Cooper. I thought that might have been his best game that I've ever seen him play for us. I thought he was sensational Uh, up until the horrible challenge at the end, which on one viewing and one viewing only might have been a red card. Um, But everything he did was easy. It was calm. He stopped their attacks. He helped make ours. The assist for the, the goal is outrageous. Um, that was maybe his best performance that I've seen in person by watching it. Jake Warnall as well gets a shout out. That dude don't miss a thing.
2: Well, of the 187 people who voted in our poll, 57 of them voted for Matt Worthington, 42 mm-hmm. of them voted for Frank Newblay, 35 of them voted for Charlie Cooper, 13 Jordan Young, 11 Jake Warnall, and then we're into single figures. One yeah. vote for Ollie
1: Thomas. I think that's probably... We
2: haven't, we haven't even met I am going to say, came off the bench,
1: one vote, he's done well. Yeah, he, he he put the ball through for Young, didn't he? Mm. For the penalty as well. Not, it was nice so, ball. Um, yeah. yeah, made an impact. Thought he looked a bit rusty, which you'd expect after yeah. not playing first-team football for a little while, but put himself about and gave the defenders enough to think about
0: for I the last I, 20 I minutes want, or so. I wouldn't want someone like that coming off the bench. You've dealt with Nublay and all the rest of them for an hour and 70 minutes. Knee comes off the bench, elbowing you, are shoving you, pushing you out of the way stronger than any of the others. Yeah. What a what a lovely little asset to have for the rest of the season.
1: Not that little,
0: <laughs> <laughs> What a great unit of an asset to have.
1: And a shout out to the Slough fans. There were 70 of them there,
0: but mm, they did you.
1: not stop all night. They were really. It was like I couldn't believe it. Some of the noise they were making, and when they said there was only seventy of them there, it was. Uh, yeah, I've never heard seventy about, people I've never... make. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what you
2: said, didn't you? Make so I've never much heard seventy human beings make so much noise in all my life. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, no, it was good. A good, important win, yeah. again. Yeah, um... off the
0: back of a half a mini slip up against a very good St Albans team, which is ridiculous in itself but yeah mark cooper said that today didn't he, he said
1: st albans or yesterday mm. wink wink um that st albans and slough are the two best teams we faced yes, this he... season
0: it's a Little mic drop ahead of the weekend that wasn't it
1: <laughs> yes before <laughs> um, the weekend though should we talk about what happened pre-match or have you got something else on that notepad ben that you're I
0: just i was just wondering if we can have another ad break Because our friend Alex Russell has um, asked if we could give a little shout out to HalfDropped.com. He does our cartoons here on the Glover's cast. Very funny. We all lol. Many a lol. Distant Glover. Distant Glover. Um, He has launched some of his cartoons in a book. And you can buy this book now. Available on HalfDropped.com. Follow his link. Whatever. I have one. And it's it's funny. I found myself giggling whilst making a cup of Miles tea, which is now fifteen percent cheaper. Um, the Has other a day, discount,
2: just... code, Alex, come on, pull <laughs> <Sword laughs> it out.
0: Um, I found myself chuckling at the one with the grater. Just chuckling. Oh, I just, uh, just sat there. The, the The book was in not within the vicinity. It just popped in my head, and I was like, ah, "That's brilliant." So there you have go. You,
1: have, have you looked at the the business one? And the list. There's one with um, two blokes at a desk, and there's a they're looking at a list, and you can see what's written on the list as well. It's really small. You really have to get the magnifying yeah. glass out to read it. But yes, yeah, very good, very funny. To Thank anyone you,
2: listening and doesn't know what they're talking about, I can claim that I equally don't know what I'm talk- what they're talking about because I haven't had a proper look through it yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do have a coffee. <laughs> Um, but I read the one on the back about uh, the estate agent's map, which I could relate to having recently
1: purchased a property. But um, uh, but yes,
2: Alex, I will look through it, I promise you. Um, but, I also
1: yeah. re- really laughed at the, why is Easter either early or late and never on time?
2: we're gonna have to put some of these cartoons on social now aren't we otherwise people are gonna gonna have to go back and listen to which ones you mentioned there just so people will be well if they go
1: to halfdrop.com
2: there we go neat it's almost like we didn't practice that
0: (laughs) they can buy it themselves
2: yes indeed
0: i like it nice guy
2: as well alex nice
0: guy top bloke he wrote a little card and everything and said how Lovely. He said, um, I heard on the podcast that your New Year's resolution was to read a book. Completed. (laughs) Completed, baby. Lots um... of
2: pictures of (laughs) it.
0: I read the words. I read
2: all the words.
0: (laughs) Right. Ad break over. Ad break over.
1: And let's talk about what happened before the uh, match, about three o'clock-ish on the socials the new identity of the club Mm. was released in a very swazzy looking video um and the reception was mixed mixed (laughs) Mixed. (laughs) yeah to be fair so first things first i don't know who wants to go first because i'd already seen it but what are your thoughts go on ben you've got notes i'm
2: i'm gonna look up the poll Not a literal poll.
0: The actual badge itself, I'm going to be honest, I didn't like it. I don't like it. However, that comes with an almighty asterisk on it. And that's why, whilst that's a strong headline, there's far more to it. And I think far more nuanced levels to this. And maybe we'll we'll kind of delve into that. Um, I love the font. The fact that it derives from that sign above the old Hewish. I think that's really classy. Um, I get the notion of the gloves. I don't think they look enough like gloves. Um I get the ball, I get the I get the simplicity angle of it. I just don't think it's finished, is the word I would use. And my overall opinion on this is actually. The process that the club is going through clearly matters a lot. And as such, this feels like it probably should have been another step in that direction rather than the finished product. I.e., we held listening sessions. Ian, you went to one. There were three, four of them, maybe whatever. We had a survey. We had thousands of people. And here is what we've got so far. Here's what we're proposing to you. Now, let's have another survey. Let's have another listening session or three. Let's open it up on a Zoom because obviously they wanted to keep some of the imagery quite secret. So they couldn't have a Zoom, which maybe didn't open up to so many people. And then we can talk because even in our WhatsApp chats, some of the feedback has been very different. Some people love it. Some people love it. Simplicity. Some people hate it. Some people going, well, where's the yellow? And I sat there and um, it was one of our guys that helps us Callum, who said, I think it's missing the yellow. And I went, yes, it's the yellow. It's The fact that it's missing the yellow. And then you start to see someone else mock something up and you go, well, I'm not quite sure it's that much yellow. And it just feels like it's not quite the finished article. I don't necessarily know what more you can do to the hands to make them more like gloves. So could you add the glovers in a little ribbon underneath to explain, as I've had to do to all my mates at work this week, the hands are gloves because we make gloves, we did the leather gloves thing. Do we need to do that? Um, I don't care that John the Baptist isn't on it anymore. I've been around Yeovil a few times. I've never seen any lions. I'm not bothered about them either. Um, so it just feels like. You'd be
2: worried if you were around Yeovil and never lions. So I have to
0: say. Exactly. Right. <laughs> so I get the process. And then I've seen the arguments of, I'm literally going through my my notes here, lad. So just butt in and, and, and say, people have said it looks like pro evolution soccer, the Somerset Greens. And I went, yeah, I imagine that's semi intended with the greatest respect in the world, I'm not the audience. I'm not the target. Ian, hate to break it to you, mate. You ain't the target audience. Dave, you haven't been the target audience for a long time. <laughs> um, so it is for a pro evolution socket era, EA 24 era, football manager era. It is for that um, in a certain way. Um, and also, I'm not sure you quite get it in the format that we've seen it and so my next point would be okay if this is what you're going to say is the final piece as opposed to being a version one that leads to a next and the next now i want to see it on real things i don't want to see an ai mock-up i want to because the shirt that they showed it on is solid green our shirt isn't solid green it's a different shade of green than we've got well all of this makes difference doesn't it so then obviously we get the, the the is it was it palace glover Someone Palace tell Glover,
2: me. yeah yeah palace he, he does
0: the mock-up and suddenly you, you see immediate yeah. response to that people going oh actually oh actually that doesn't look bad so we need real world examples now i want to see it on an actual cap not um a fake one on a picture that's quite small on my phone show me show me an actual cap don't show me an ai image of a bunch of posters on a wall with a lady that's not looking at them what does that look like in the Oval town center what does that look like if you're going to put a poster in a shop window? What does that look going to look like if you're going to put it on a wall in the town? Real world examples will help that look more realistic and help that look more like what its intended output end point is going to be. So it just feels like we're not at the end point. I don't mind the fact that we're going through a rebrand process, um, having a conversation with someone at work and everyone at work does not get our old outgoing badge hates it. In high-res versions of our outgoing badge, the word Jovaltown FC across the top don't even exist. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, I get that we're trying to do something different here. I don't mind that we're trying to do that. I really, really don't. I just feel like we need to get there. And I was having a conversation with somebody, and he is a Wolves fan. And he said that the Wolves badge has no letters. And that's partly because it's marketable. To have because it's a wolf <laughs> well yeah, yeah but what i'm saying is it because the symbol is then so there should be
2: more wolves more than one wolf
0: multiple <laughs> wolves um because the symbol is so easy to understand simplistic in its design a couple of very simple bold colors it's marketable and that has had knock-on effects for the club they are now quite big in the far east in asia because there's no text to translate they haven't got to do anything like that they've got an esports brand at wolves because the brand is recognizable and it's easy to get behind and it's those kind of things that you kind of... I kind of get. I get that. Um, I just don't feel like what we've seen so far quite nails it down yet. I'd like to see a border around the white outline. I would like to see a bit of yellow involved. I would include the Glovers. I know some people have said Achieve by Unity can go under the bottom. I'll be completely honest with you. That catchphrase has been ruined by the douchebag that put over in front of it. I, I, I don't feel anything towards achieve by Unity anymore but I would be in favor of having the Glovers in a little thing underneath. It's like there are tweaks that you can make now that I think make this badge perfectly applicable. And even in seeing one mock-up of a real world example has made me grow on me and more people like it. So when I first saw it, what in the holy clip art is that? But even in a short few days since and an understanding of a process I'm I'm okay with it. I just think it needs to go a little bit further. Monologue, Barrett, over. Apologies. Just wanted to get through my notes.
2: It won't surprise either of you or anyone listening, I'm sure, to know that I don't really have any strong feelings when it comes to to, to badges or shirts or things like that. Um, And I know everyone, there's the old cliche that you play for the badge on your chest or whatever. Mm. Personally, for me, I think you play for for oval town, and that's I support Yeovil Town almost regardless of what their badge is. I've never j- chosen to support them because of what their badge is or isn't. I'm sure <laughs> no one has decided to play for us because of what the badge is or isn't. Um, so, so my only complaint about the design and. Um, in case you were wondering, I am nothing. I am not a graphic designer. I'm nothing. I, I know. I'm nothing. Yes, <laughs> well, I am. Um, I, I, I'm I am not a, a graphic designer by any stretch of anyone's wild imagination. But the only thing I thought was that the oval town was a bit close together and it looks like it's all one one word, so maybe just space it out a little bit more. Well, but that's me.
0: On maybe... that, on that, I thought something I think the Y and the T need to be bigger than the rest.
2: Yeah. But that, that might
0: that look would... a little bit lopsided. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah, I agree.
2: Yeah, um, but I was interested in, in our Glover's Cast group chat. Uh, Ollie, who I'm sure won't mind us mentioning, uh, as people will know, his, uh works at Fulham as well. Um, and he mentioned about how Fulham used to have an old badge uh, and then they changed it to their ffc one that they've they, they've got at the moment and how a lot of people still mention that today and i completely forgot that they had a badge which was a like a crest wasn't it it was like an old oh, older well. style one and then then they changed it so so they would have gone through a really um well, a, a similar kind of process i imagine to get that and the reality of it is is you can't please all the people all the time um, like you say, I, I I get the I get the desire to bring things into the 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 modern age if that's um that's what we're what we're doing here. Like you said, the the pro evolution um generation. Is anyone going to come to a game because of a because of a bad? Are going to tell me pro evolution was years ago? Aren't well, I,
1: I just yeah, the, the pro evolution references is, is bonkers, man. <laughs> oh, wow, okay. and I look, don't know what I'm look, saying.
2: I'm just repeating. That. I know.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like no Pro Evo doesn't even exist anymore. Does it not? Right, um, okay. No. no <laughs> there not you go. Bro, I have no idea. But wow. that but it, that's, and I think that probably shows the generation of people who are looking yeah. back at His logos
0: because mm. I used
1: to play Pro Evo all the time, and then FIFA got better, and Pro Evo never caught up again. But
0: yeah, yeah. And the football club has been through different badges on shirts before. Like you've got to go through, you don't go go through many old photos to find one of just. Remember, when we just had the two gloves yeah. interlocking. Like,
2: oh, yeah, that was that was a like eighties night. I I was looking because Mike West, and when I pull my finger out my backside, I'll um I'll I'll put this online. But at the time the the the, the conversation started and the the survey and the listening sessions took place, um Michael West from the um Heritage Society wrote a blog about the history of the badge <laughs> one really funny thing in there was in 1922 uh the club was uh they changed the colors to uh navy and white i think and and renamed us the lily whites so you think this is a rebranding you go back to 1922 <laughs> i tell you what you'd lose your um whatever um so did you
0: attend the listening session for that Dave? i
2: what? i did and i was a little bit too young then i was only about <laughs> uh eight or nine at that point Fine, sorry so, yeah well,
1: can yeah, get time yeah. off work
2: exactly yes <laughs> right yeah okay all I, right I, I, yeah my opinion I, my opinion's ended now anyway so
0: i feel a I lot meant, lot like all i did I,
2: was mention pro evolution soccer and that was it that's it yes. end of opinion
0: i feel a lot like i did right. about the yellow and black kit i don't particularly like the yellow and black kit if i'm truth be told but i love the reasoning behind it i love the story that it comes with it uh, and that stuff is absolutely fine
2: so that's what I was going to say. Is that I I um, think that the the reason behind things is in t- in today's world, at the risk of sounding even more like an old man than I already do, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> is that perception is everything. People yeah. will make their mind up in a, in a snap. They'll see something, I don't like that, and then that's it. You you won't change their mind one way or the other. Now some people are saying, oh, I'm coming round to it a little bit now, but. I I I read the um, everything that the designer said. I, I watched the video. I get I get what they're trying to do. All those little touches, like that's the lettering from the the Hewish um, the old Hewish uh, gate. I don't think half the people know that that's yeah. the that's the font that was used now because they probably saw the badge, thought this is terrible. I don't like that, um, and they didn't listen to the reasons. And mm. that's the thing is that once people have got their mind made up on something. Often it's very difficult to um, it's it difficult to change it, and I'm not saying that everybody should change their mind and everybody should love it because if you don't like it, you don't like it. You can't please all the people all the time. Like I say, I'm pretty ambivalent about the whole thing. I never really felt I've, I've I've never felt much emotional attachment to John the Baptist, and I, and I don't really um, uh, feel much attachment to the to the badge that we have still got, I guess, rather than the one we had. But I get the fact that it's been forty years that we've had that badge. It's a, it's a, as I think Mike called it in his blog, a bastardized version of the club crest. So I was speaking to a friend of mine who is a graphic designer and he said that from a graphic design perspective, it's perfect. It's simple. Mm. There's, there's, there's a story behind it. It's um, like you say, it's got a, a, a modern feel to it. It's perfect as a design. But then he said, but football clubs aren't just about design. There's an emotion and there's a spirit behind it. And so I said to him, okay, then what would you have done? He said, I wouldn't have changed it in the first place. But if you, if you, if you are trying to modernise things, and I, I do completely understand the reason for doing that, because I'm the first person that's complained that this club spent too many years in the Football League operating, thinking like a non-league club in, 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 in a lot of ways. So I, I, I understand the desire to, to modernise things. But I yeah, I agree with you about mm. the process of, of doing it and the, the strange timing of doing it midway midway through the season. But as a as a badge, I'll still buy a shirt next season. So and, and I won't stop coming to game just because yeah. <laughs> there's that 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 badge on it. I'm kind of like, yeah. well, that's what it is, that's what it is. But and I let's appreciate see. some people have stronger feelings than me. So if you do, I'm not disagreeing with you one way or the other. I'm just saying I'm Mr. Nah. <laughs> My last word. In. My last noise on the matter.
0: <laughs> Worst Mr. Man ever. Mr. Meh. Yeah, Mr. Meh. Yeah, <laughs> no. I agree. Ian, you you went to the listing session. Yeah. You saw the other two that were basically as bad as Weymouth badges. Um what do you um what do you make of the, the whole process and where we've landed up today? So
1: I think when the survey came out and all the questions around the, you know, what do you think about the current crest? What's your favorite thing about the crest? Dave scrambling for a power lead. Um, I thought, what do I like about the crest? What is my favorite part of it? And like, when you actually look at it, when I actually looked at it and went into it, I thought, uh, none of this means anything really. (laughs) Like none of it relates to the football club um and Yeovil Town. Um other than the fact that it was what was it, a bastardized coat it's of arms of the town, the town from Back in the day when people were on horse and cart still probably. Dave were people on horse and cart still
2: then? <laughs> uh I yeah. I started off
1: I learned the driver of a horse and cart, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and I I Totally got the rationale for needing the change because if you put the current logo down really small, you lose all of the detail. If you, you know, it's not even the same logo on the side of the Hewish Park, is it? It's mm. the one that's on the shirt. It just like there's there's lots of reasonings behind it, and I understood it. So yeah, when I looked at the the survey, and I thought oh, I don't really think too much of our badge actually. Um, don't like the yellow why yellow we don't we've had the odd yellow shirt here and there but very rarely um and the the thing that i the, the thing that i sort of thought about most was that achieved by unity okay didn't didn't hate the lions they're fine but i don't think you know the lions aren't a thing so i mean and then when i went to the listening session um and Chris Payne, who's the designer's name, gave the whole context. It was about, it was an hour. I was out there for probably an hour, an hour, hour and a half. Um, And he gave the context behind what he's done before, how he does things. um, And explained that he'd been to all of the, um, he'd been around Yeovil. He spent a load of time in Yeovil. He'd been to the museum. He'd learn about the history of glove making he'd learn about the history of helicopters and and done his research and used the survey the answers of the survey which had however many thousand respondents that said green and white are the colors i associate with oval like gloves are what i associate with the football club the glovers um but how can you make them look all right um and explained all of that, and I think you've got that long form for those who are in the room. I think there was between 20, 30 of us on the one that I went to. Um you got to hear all that context around why the decisions that made the decisions that, that he taken when he was going through the design process. So I do feel like there's a bit of um some of the comments I've seen about uh like Clip art or this has been done by year two um students and all this kind of thing is a bit it is harsh um not on year two students it's not they're geniuses <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, it's harsh. I don't think it's particularly kind and you know i've I've got you know I've got no affiliation to anyone in this other than the football club and I I like the badge you know the two we shown we were shown to. Other ones, Um, one of them, because people on the survey had said about the lions, one of them had a lion in the middle of the badge, and it looked like Aston Villa badge, Um, and that was the overall feeling, but still keeping that font, you know, the reasoning behind the font and all of that. There was reasons behind the decisions that were taken on the the designs that you showed. The other one was a tree, uh, because in the survey loads of people said they associate Somerset and Yerba with cider um so he you know he'd, and he'd been around the town and seen how much green there was because he lives in America and was just shocked at how much green there was in the town like trees all the like nine springs and all of that and the country park and everything so he did a, did a tree one which looked like a great cider brand but not a football <laughs> not a football logo. So if they if you will branch out into Cider, the the logo's there. Um and then he showed the, the the final one he showed was the one that we see today. Um I has, think generally the
0: go on. Has the picture that you saw on that slideshow back in day one and the released picture from the, this week changed in any way, shape or form? has anything happened between that picture and the one that was released?
1: Honestly, I can't remember. Okay. I know there. so there, on the night I said, where's Achieved by Unity? Um, And, you know, it was explained that, you know, that would be on the back of the shirts and because having lots of text and things makes it a little bit, you know, in this world of, oh, you need a logo that looks great in a circle on social media, but also can be printed on a shirt and can be printed on merch and doesn't lose its... Mm identity or quality no matter how you scale it um so it was explained we'd keep achieved by unity and it's a bit marketing you speak but that would be your like secondary messaging or you'd have like you know achieved by unity merch alongside your um yeah what's our FC merch um yes like the vintage football like when you look at the history of the club I don't hate that we've got a retro football on it. <laughs> right, I do. We're, we're an old football club. Um, And when you look at all the pictures... It would be uh, a lot worse
0: with one of those with just the black segments, wouldn't it? If it was just one of those footballs, be well, awful. Yeah, it
1: would be, yeah. No or good. Even no good a
0: modern one that's like a mitre or something, it would, it would look awful. It, it, if you're going to do a football, it has to be old style. Leather type one, yeah, it has to be. I think that, that that's, I think, that's the point that I was making where there are elements of it that I really like. It just doesn't feel finished to me. I don't know. That's because I am an old Codger, who's not the one being targeted at this. And
2: yeah. i do agree with you about the glovers bit at the bottom. Mm, yeah. I, I think that would be that would be a sensible uh, and something that that could be added.
0: Almost as an explainer, mm. without having to tweak the gloves an awful lot. Because how how are you going to tweak the gloves? Add a strap to the wrist or something? It's not like not a lot you can do with a pair of hands that look like a glove, or a glove that I looks like it, a pair of hands.
1: There are a couple of comments on the night that you could maybe put some like almost like some stitching, like just lines mm. around the wrist area that make it look a bit a bit more like a glove, mm. um, like a else? glove. I think someone maybe said, could you make the shield shape? You know how the shield—the moment that mm. we have the shield, which is like that shape—whether you could fit it within that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I—it's one of those things that's always going to divide people. Yeah. Every club that's ever changed its badge has probably thought, "What the hell?" But I—I well, I can honestly say that I—I'm <laughs> all right with it, and I don't think it matters what badge Jordan shirt, Jordan shirt, Jordan Young has on his shirt. The uh, fact that they're can... going to make
0: him change his name to Jordan shirt—it's sure, a bit much. <laughs> but, <laughs> Jordan Love, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well,
2: we 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 asked our people, the people, um, to vote on what they thought, and we gave them the options of don't like it, like it, or undecided. Five hundred and sixty-two people voted. Two hundred and eighty-eight of them don't like it. One hundred and sixty-eight of them like it. One hundred and six of them, including me, undecided.
1: And I was going to say we're probably like the the three of us might be the perfect representation of that poll. Mm. I mean, Ben, your first thought was that you didn't like it. Dave's undecided, and I liked it.
0: Mm. It's like, uh, and uh, but he, even I'm not of the opinion of scrap it, get rid of it. You can delete that if you want anytime you like. Like, no, I don't like it, but it's not for me to like. It's for a potential investor who sees something in a logo that they can get in behind a brand, it might mean that we get, hey, maybe, maybe we're getting an esports team, who knows? Um, It's not for me. It's, and I, I just, my qualm is more with the process than it is the actual outcome. Like, that's that's it. This just needs to be a second step. Like, go back and get a bit more mm-hmm. feedback. And I do think... I don't the... disagree
1: with you. I don't disagree with you on that. And I do feel like the... All the, the first steps mm. were were done and perfectly. Yeah. Yeah, perfectly yeah 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 brilliant and maybe there is just that
0: just that missed a step missing in the middle.
1: missing step but at the same time like i said i i went to that meet and was like yeah i like that i can see that and sorry folks i put a tick in the box for that one when <laughs> we had a slip passed around to us um, i think to say think which one of these three do you like
0: <laughs> i think it's also worth noting and that even adds a little asterisk to our poll social media is not a reflection of society if that was if we put that in the western gazette you'd get a very very different set of numbers if you put that on even if you broke it down by different social media people on x will vote differently to those on facebook who will vote differently to those on instagram it's 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 different isn't it it's and you have to take that step back sometimes and actually when you are making a massive change like the branding of a football club You cannot judge it on your Twitter comments. You cannot judge it on your Facebook comments. You can't judge it on the people moaning at us. It has to be a step back. And that's why when I talk about real world examples, is the person on the street walking past the poster that they think they're going to show us, going to look at that and go, oh, yeah, my football club are doing really well in our town. Are they going to see a poster with the fixtures on and go and recognize that's Yeovil, I want to go to that game at the weekend. Are they going to walk past something that sees a bit of merch in the shop and go, that looks nice, I'm going to buy that. That's the real world examples that I'd like to see now so that we can make a judgment on that stuff as well and we can understand that stuff and get behind that stuff. Overall, I think this is a positive journey and that's got to be a good thing, right? And so what if one idiot on the internet doesn't like it? There's a lot of idiots on the internet and if they like it or not, it's almost irrelevant. Because of the fact that five hundred and what people voted on our thing, I don't know yeah. five
2: hundred and something. Yeah, I, it 50, well, when right, I last looked, yeah, it was
1: fifty-one percent yeah, right, of people. Fifty-one percent of people on the poll. It's still fifty-one. Yeah. Didn't I bet didn't if you
0: like if you extrapolated that to six thousand three hundred that we had in for the game against Taunton, those numbers would be different. So, social media comments, just log off. Don't worry about it. It's not a thing. Let's just get the process right from now until the end of the season when we're going to start using it. Get the process right. Show people what it looks like. Show people why it's going to be used in the way it's going to be used, how it's going to be used in the way it's going to be used, where we're going to see it, what it's going to lead to, what the ideas are. That's the next thing I want to see now. Not just a case of, here it is, this is your new badge, like it or lump it. Let's now have a process over the next three, four, five months. We hope that this is a National League badge now. That's my next, I guess that's a little cool out, isn't it really? Like, cool, we're going to do this thing. Let's see what it looks like. Why are we using it like this? How are we going to use it like this? What does it look like in the real world, not on an AI mock-up? Is that fair? Is that fair? Am I being, am I being unreasonably grumpy there? I don't I, intend to I, be. I tell,
2: I tell you what's not fair, having listened to your reaction at all the people walking up at the Football Content Awards who won e-sports awards, and now you won the Oval to have an e-sports team. What was it you said the other week? Just allow me to ruffle the receipts. <laughs> well, hang on a minute, I, I
0: have, I have no comeback for this. I have no comeback for this whatsoever. Ridiculous.
2: I'm not sure you actually did say that you wanted an eSports team, but, no. I, you know, I I, I played out for the maybe year. Maybe we're going
1: to have one. I think Yeovil would need to be on a game for us to get an eSports team, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting about <them> trying <laughs> and
0: get promoted. Yeah. Van Can Rahama I just National
2: say, it, it's now an hour and a quarter since we started, and we do have some questions, some of which aren't about topics that we discussed, so.
0: And we haven't even oh, okay. mentioned Scott Pollock yet, either. He turned oh, the right. yeah, podcast. God. Should we do that very quickly? <laughs> nothing. He didn't say an awful lot, really. His agent said a lot. And the presenter, who's the agent's brother, said a lot. He didn't really say a lot. He said that. Signed for a really ambitious club. They did get the phrase, "Yovel is a massive club in half a dozen times in quite a short period of time, to the point where fifth or sixth time I was going, all right, you're crowbarring this in now, mate. I get it. Right, move on. Um, Everywhere they go. Yeah, exactly. Um, Basically, he he saw some... (laughs) Specialist in the summer who didn't spot a floating bone in his knee. Must have been looking at the wrong frigging knee. Um, found the floating bone. Thought it was going to be a long, 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 long injury. Turned out it wasn't so bad. He's looking to get back fit. And his agent, without saying it explicitly, just said, we can't wait to see him back on the pitch doing what we know he can do at his very best. And then stop short of saying for Yeovil.
2: I say, right, not for Yeovil South.
0: <laughs> he did. He. It was. It was almost implied because he was saying things like, and again, I'm referring to the agent here more than Scott. He was saying things like, at that level for that club, you should be tearing it up in the National League South. Yeovil are doing amazing, and we can't wait for you to see for you to be part of it. Stop short of saying the actual words, but. Maybe I'm trying to read too many between too many lines, but I think it was the start maybe of a I think I'm going to be available for you soon, Mark Cooper. What that means in the medium to long term, I don't know. The other point of note that I scribbled down was he was told after relegation that his contract was potentially not financially sustainable. Um, We believe he was put on a significant contract by the Uglers for obviously a significant number of years. We haven't been told otherwise. We presume he is still on that contract. and We have been told of no renegotiations. We have been told of no other deals, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, But he was talking about worried about going part-time and finding another job or moving on. It was all those worries and how he was strangest time of his career and all the rest of it, but it still boiled down to his contract was, quote, potentially not financially sustainable. My follow up question, if I wasn't the agent's brother, would have been, are you still on that contract? Because clearly they've been sustaining it. Um, That would be my follow up question there. What is the situation on the contract and stuff? Um, I think it was the first attempt to either rebuild a bridge or... Burn
2: that bridge to the ground, or <laughs> oh, dampen the em-
0: a brand. <laughs> dampen the embers of a bridge that has long since been burnt to the ground. Um, I don't know, but I didn't feel like he said much. And actually, the the whole podcast went on to talk more about hashtag United and the fact that he played against Wayne Rooney once, apparently. Um, but I thought it was worth mentioning. Um, if anyone wants to check it out, it's Spencer Owen's podcast, "How to Run a Football Club." It's from about four minutes in till about 15 minutes in the Yoval bit of it and at the end we wish you well can't wait to see you back on the pitch very soon tearing up the National League South Um, but yeah no reference was made to it in the pre-match presser I'm not sure if anyone was going to or needed to but a current contracted Yoval player was on a podcast this week and sh- it should be mentioned okay happy with that? Is that okay
1: that's fine. Let's get into questions. Okay. Apologies.
2: I've so, uh, I've got Facebook questions. Can we go to Henry?
1: Facebook first? Yeah. Yeah, you're there. Let's do it.
2: Yeah. There's actually the first one that's coming from a Mr. Martin Hellier. Um And I'm assuming, assuming is, I'm assuming this is tongue in cheek. So please strap yourself in if it's not. It's now a bad time to launch overtown's yellow and blue kit for next year.
0: <laughs> yellow and blue. That's green, right? You mix yeah. yellow and blue and yellow and <laughs> <it's
2: green. laughs> <laughs> I, you know you 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 could have struck on something there he may he, he may be being very subtly amusing i like there. that
0: i um, like that don't mind that clever very clever
2: so there Maybe are a couple of swirly sorry, swirly,
0: sorry. Yeah? okay yeah the good um, thing about
1: the, the the new brand is that it will it will fit on both of those colors whereas a garish yellow shield with john the baptist on won't won't work on it very true very true indeed
2: um so there are a few questions in here about the, 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 the crest design which I, I think we've we've answered anyway. Some it's are positive well, Yeah, there's one positive and there's one negative. So so you can both say that we're we're discriminating against you. So um <laughs> uh Ryan Croucher asked probably oh, wrong on both fronts. That's brilliant. Well, the there you go. Put yourself out there, you're always wrong. Um Ryan Croucher, where would you want a secret camera for the next HP source? Dugout mm. changing room? Question mark, question mark.
0: I wonder if we should, a bit like a bunch of amateurs, mic up Mark Cooper.
2: Do you think that would mark... be as wary as
0: Mark? Well, I, I I imagine it might get a bit that way. Yeah. But I would be interested to know, genuinely interested, not just from a, ha-ha, he said a naughty word point of view, but also tactically, how he goes about things mid-game. And, and he's talked about how teams turn up completely different to what they've been prepping for because it's Yeovil. They're all going to turn up differently. And how he goes about trying to adapt to that in the match might be of note. I genuinely think that might be quite interesting. Or maybe maybe Toddy. Maybe someone, maybe slightly less sweary.
1: I was going to say Chris Todd. I don't know about less sweary, but I think you just get a good view of (laughs) when he gets up and marches over to have a go at the lino and stuff. And a strong Welsh accent as well.
0: Or. Not gonna lie to you, I love a strong <laughs> Welsh accent. You see,
2: um, I was gonna say I liked it when the other—I can't remember when it was—but in the relatively recent past, they did um where they got fan uh, clips that fans had mm-hmm. put on social media or whatever and edited them in. Um, because I am an away day lads, uh, uh <laughs> attendee. Don't, um, say that I've
0: that. Don't, that. Don't say that again. Don't say
2: that. Yeah, I like that uh, that that sort of like feeling that you're there kind of thing. So I'd be
0: I'd be up. Would I'd you Would you strap a GoPro to your chest? Go about an <laughs> away. It you sound
2: there. like a sort of a police officer late at night. In a <laughs> you know.
0: I think you should do that. I think you should strap a GoPro to your chest. The yeah. secret camera is Dave.
2: Yeah, all I all I get is uh, yeah, is is is, is Clevo, flipping um, <laughs> going at me. Yeah. for a Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> Cooper, yeah. No, to be fair, Clevo is—he's—he's—he's uh, a—he's definitely a believer. Um, Hilton Mayston, as with all Hilton's questions, I'm going to ask this one slowly so I get it right. Has Dave curtailed his songwriting aspirations? I don't remember having it. Did I ever say I had songwriting aspirations? You sang some George Jordan Young, Young songs, yeah. don't you? Remember? Got it going on. Oh yeah, that was pretty poor, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, Brilliant. The, Right, so, not the, so he's, no, the,
1: not the Stacey's mum one, the other
0: one. Oh, Jake one or the Somerset Camberara. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, well, I'm still yeah. bitter
0: about that. But um, there
2: was a <laughs> there was a Jordan Young one as well, wasn't there? I can't remember what it was, but anyway, it probably wasn't very good. Um, so he suggests we are not a one man brand. They're not a one man brand. Uh, and green is the colour. Football is our game, which I guess is related to the. Uh, um the, the, the badge design being green and all any thoughts on my songwriting ability now
0: was, was there a question in there i just feel like uh, there we wasn't got... well
2: i guess it was if i could tell my songwriting aspirations in which case yes i have because i didn't realize i had any so there you <laughs> go there you go um yeah i hope i didn't ruin that uh hilton but i think i might have asked you a question uh and the last one sean mumford not sons, um who would be your ideal former Glover to appear on the next pod, given oh, no not the next pod is it the pod after next, there is gonna be a former Glover Ooh. then it's
1: been long, hasn't it?
2: that has been yeah, yeah mm-hmm. i I I, so I woke up in a, in 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 the middle of the night thinking, we haven't done a glover, and I thought, oh no, we did we just did it such a long time, ago.
0: yeah,
2: in a cold sweat.
0: Yeah. I mean, does <clears throat> Marcus Stewart count? He's a he's a current glover, but I'm gonna keep yeah. manifesting it until it happens. Yeah. Give us Marcus Stewart, please.
2: Yeah. We don't wanna keep him for any more than I quite a like hour keep and him. Half. an hour and a half max. You've got nowhere we'll to put him. him. Jen would I'd, I'd allow find him.
0: room. Jim. I'd find room. I'd kick Jen out to put Marcus Stewart in.
2: Now <laughs> oh, come on, man. We know that's not gonna happen.
0: She's not in the room.
2: No. Uh, <laughs> yes, she's, no he, wouldn't, he wouldn't be brave enough to say that if she was. Correct. Um. Right. That's all. Uh, all the uh, faces.
1: Can I say uh, Terry Skiverton, please? Oh, yeah. yeah. That was
2: so oh, polite. I just just assumed it was Terry Skiverton for you and Howard Vorenton for me. But...
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. You've had that's Howard already. Right. Yeah. going to say you're, yeah, you've had true. Howard.
2: Yeah. We haven't had Skiver, have we? No. Nope.
1: Sort it out. Oh, I know. That's why we want him on. Sort it out, Terry. Uh, okay. To Twitter. Uh uh distant glover. Yeah, his book. Do you think Worthington's goal scorer, GIF, slash GIF, however you want to pronounce it, was the result of losing a bet? No, I think that's Has He
2: got a curly green and white wig on.
1: Is that what he yes, is? and then he's got a towel uh, uh scarf that he's rubbing between his legs. Right. Um it's pretty out there.
2: Yeah. I mean it's different. For a man
1: who's so straight in a media interview to be willing to be filmed doing that. Um, Yeah. Like it. Leading by example. As as they say. (laughs) Uh, Yo, Guna, Mark, should the away end in speech box be opened up for home fans to enjoy the sunshine and smash the gate record as the season comes to an end?
2: record for this level being eight thousand and seven, yeah, that's right, eight thousand and
1: seven. I'm sure. Yes.
0: Well, yeah. we could we could if we filled the away end. What's the what's the attendance? Nine six. What's the capacity? Nine six.
1: Nine, six I think,
0: isn't it? Hang on, then. Yeah. What does the away end hold? Eighteen hundred. <laughs> Nine six. Take away eighteen. With,
2: with, with, with me in numbers, I think... ben, Would you be honestly? <laughs> I, would I wasn't you, asking would you. you. Me if I told you.
0: I wasn't asking you. I was asking Vorderman. Someone Danny. asked us this um,
1: the other day, didn't they? Um, I'm
0: not. I'm not averse to it, but that's seven thousand eight hundred. Call me a Vorderman. Yeah. Um,
2: is it, I'm is not it, averse it, to is it, plastic but plastic surgery.
0: Ian Perkins, yeah. Rear of the year. Um,
2: <laughs> my goodness. Oh my goodness.
0: I just don't know how many opportunities we're going to have. Um, is the Welling game yeah. one we could do it? <clears throat> the thing is,
1: it's not like we've got a home end and sides that are bursting at
0: the seams and there's a yeah, well, that's need what, that to... Was what, that's what my point was going to be. So if you yeah. take away 1800, which is the away end, I think, you're left with 7,800. Well, we've got the current record in the, in its current guise of 6'3. So there's still 1,500 seats somewhere that need filling first. If we think we can fill those 1,500 and then do another 1,800, yeah, crack on. Absolutely, do it. Um, but I don't know how many opportunities we're going to get. Surely Torquay would be too much of an away following, they are going to fill some, if not all, of that away end themselves. So, I think you need a team that's traveling to do it, don't you? Yeah, so you need, we'll probably need, I mean, work. I mean, I guess if we just if it's one where we know we can win the league with a win, Welling, 9th of March, a bit early, Yeovil, Worthing sick them a bit late it doesn't quite doesn't quite fit but i'm I'm the, the premise i'm not against it in the slightest
2: i'm trying to remember i, I there definitely was a game uh, in the last time we won this level of uh, football won the division this level of football that we did open the the away end for mm-hmm. yeah and i have a feeling it might have been the last game of the season um when I mean the the home end at that point was, was slightly smaller because it didn't have the uh I guess and all that on it but
0: I guess you could if it was sewn up let's say we sew it up the talkie way with double header you could say we're gonna get the trophy against Dartford penultimate game of the season make it a five or a ticket and just get as many damn people in there as you can to see the trophy lift and to do the lap around the pitch afterwards and maybe some sort of if you want to go down that route, absolutely make it happen. Do it. Definitely. We just think about the next game.
1: We just look at the next game and take each game as it comes. Correct. Which, by, you the way, say, we, when, by the when way... You, we, when
2: you say we, you mean me, right?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Mark Cooper doesn't want to talk about how many games in hand or how many points. He says it every week, and I agree with him. Are you going to Maidstone? I am, yeah. Not when right. the train strikes.
0: By the way, ma- Maidstone, that we, we haven't, haven't said one word about Maidstone. <laughs> It's half past nine and we've been at it for 90 minutes. Not one word about George Ellicobe's side. Brilliant. But forms on a
2: bit Saturday patchy. morning, we um, can hear oh. someone talk exactly about George Ellicobe's side.
0: That's why you're the goat, Dave. Thank
1: okay. uh, you, Bell. We're talk about the badge. Well, yeah,
0: I'm, I'm, I think I'm saying Sorry,
2: you froze uh, again. You froze again. <laughs> so I thought he's, uh, he's not moving.
0: Could you tell I was trying to stall there with the little, I was trying to stall for him? Right, c- carry on. Ian, you're back. Back in the room.
1: With all the talk about the badge, what is the one thing you'd change at the club that hasn't yet changed? Oh, and a shout-out to the YTFC Italian supporters making the trip over Saturday for their first Town game. That's from Cabell.
0: Italian supporters? Yes. I'm quickly trying to think if we've had any Italian players. Matteo Lanzini?
2: <laughs> Sound yeah. Italian. No, actually, yeah. <laughs>
1: He um, was Italian,
0: wasn't he?
1: I don't know. Maybe. I think he was, yeah. There we go. Anthony Mat- Bari. <laughs> <laughs> oh I tell you who God. was
0: Italian that I learned.
2: I actually thought I was I don't remember him, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um oh, cool. remember Danny Ojo, the kid? Yeah. Born in Naples. Um, right. Um anything I'd change that hasn't already been changed.
2: Um I mean, I I I probably don't go to Hewish Park enough to really be, yeah. be able to comment, but um, I do, uh, uh, and this is probably inspired by St Albans at the weekend and seeing that their food offerings, and mm. I, I know our food offering has has it has, has improved dramatically. I I just can't stop thinking about Ben's cottage pie with a with a can of soup and it. And I really, I really do think that that should be on the menu somewhere. You need to, there needs to be a trailer outside with Ben selling a can of soup, cottage pie uh, in maybe, a tray. I, I would buy it. Maybe it's
0: my future. Maybe it's yeah. my future. Depends how conversations at work go next week. Maybe it's my future. Um, I've got one. I would like, I would like. Uh, the last couple of years we haven't done it mainly because it's not been worth the hassle to do. But I really loved it when we did the end of season awards on the pitch after the last game of the season loved that not some it was never a thing for season ticket holders it was never a awards due that you had to pay a ticket for everyone could enjoy it everyone could celebrate even when years were only okay in league two league one and and whatever everyone got that chance to say thanks and I really liked that and I thought that separated us as a football club from plenty of others who do charge a fortune for a ticket for a black tie event to be polite and clap players I loved that we did that so at the end of the season, I would like us to do that on the pitch. Get Ian on the Ian Welch on the mic. Your players' player of the year, your supporters' club player of the year, Glovey player of the year, whatever. Do it on the on the. Let's
2: be honest, it's going to be a hell of a contest this
0: season, isn't it? Exactly. It, it's going to be a hell of a it's make contest. the whole thing better. Young player of the year.
2: However gonna... the season ends, it's going to be a hell
0: of a contest. Yeah, whether or not we're miles clear or, or just a little bit clear at the top. Yeah, you're right. However it ends. Uh, trampoline Park. On the top. I went pitch. again this morning. <laughs> I went again this morning. I just love that place.
1: You took your daughter, didn't you though? It wasn't just you went on. No, your own he just went on thing.
2: his own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did take my daughter. But going, but but dead she... I'm not breaking any rules. Yeah. I'm nice. not breaking any rules.
0: Yeah. Um I did take my daughter by the way. Thank you. Cheers. But
1: I loved it too. Uh, Tom Bailey, friend of the pod, would like to know if you can ask a non-football question to our captain, Matt Worthington. What you ask?
2: Who did your media training, and when can I shake <laughs> them by the hand? Because whoever they were, they were absolutely on the
0: money. He's That's what good I, at- I would ask you. I imagine hey, that's. I imagine that's a Premier League bringing up. By the way, that's what that is. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's what that
2: if, is. If he worked, if he worked for me, if he worked for the company I work for,
0: he would be the
2: person I would put in front of Music at Ten. Uh, and anyway, Jeremy Paxman, I put him in front of him. You wouldn't get anything out of him. Nothing. <laughs> He'd really? be like, remember that Ferguson thing? They get nothing. He'd be like that. <laughs> Mister
0: Football Question.
2: Not Alex Whittle. Although he is Mr. Dependable
0: as well, I read that somewhere. I'm uh, going to say, you can are you
1: explain explain the GIF? <laughs> Why the <laughs> GIF? Yeah. Um,
0: Worthy. I would ask him which what he would cook for his Come Dine with Me YTFC edition. Which players is he having around, and what would he do for the evening? I'd like to know their Come Dine with Me setups. Right. I'll let
1: it slide. There's a touch of football in there, but I'll let it slide. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> uh, Craig McCann would like to know favourite takeaway ranking in order. Chippy, Indian, Chinese, kebab, etc.
0: Chinese, 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 pizza. The rest can I'm not worry about them. I'll eat them, but I'm not worried about them. Ch- uh,
2: Chinese, chippy, Indian, kebab.
0: Indian.
1: Indian We've the best. Great. Yeah, I love Indian. Great Italian in town. So the Italian
2: You can't just pick things that aren't on there.
1: What? Then at the bottom of his list. I think yeah. I think the et in the question, et question. I think the no, etcetera allows letter? us. Sorry, I didn't I didn't hear it Listen to the letter. question, Dave.
0: Come on.
2: I apologize, I apologize.
1: Yeah, Indian, Italian, Chinese, Chippy. You say you've got a really
0: good Italian in the in the town.
1: We've got a good Indian, a good Italian, and a good Chinese. Well, That's what makes a difference, doesn't it?
0: If any of them want to do some sponsorship, like our good friends at Miles, <laughs> um, just get in touch.
1: Uh, Jonathan Hooper, what's the best innovation for fan experience you've seen oh. at a ground? Oh. oh, Dave. I, I, I thought the question the
2: link to the other one. <laughs> Go on. Sorry, I remember there was something. I'll ask you
1: afterwards. Okay. Okay. We're running out of time here. Good I job, Traitor yeah. isn't on anymore. I'll tell you um,
0: that. Fan innovation.
2: I, I don't, I, I, this, this isn't what he means and I know it isn't what he means but I think the one thing that brings people to, well, uh, uh, one of the things that attracts people to the ground is like an affordable um, ticket. Do you hmm. remember when Bradford, was it when they had 100 years and they gave out they sold season oh, they tickets did. for 100 pound and i know bradford's a massive a massive club at that level um who uh, who bradford are um, top
0: players
2: exactly and they do um they do get good crowds anyway but they got ridiculously good crowds that season because they because they did and i thought that was that was uh, someone thinking of the uh, quantity over quality maybe because i don't think they did very well in the season that they had that many season ticket holders but yeah, I'm not sure if that's an innovation. I'm sure it's not what Jonathan means, but that was the first thing that jumped into my head.
0: I keep thinking about the trampoline park. That would be <laughs> the best innovation. That
1: would be. Um yeah. I mean I I I I've not been to very many football grounds that have live music outside mm. them before kickoff.
0: I was gonna say something <laughs> like we the do. side of space. Yeah. I really was.
1: Um
2: I remember going to Scunthorpe on that first game of last season. Um, and, uh, and and they had that. they had a fan zone with live music and, and bars and, and all those kind of things. And I remember everyone raving about how good that
0: was. So. I remember everyone saying, we should have one of these.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and we went, OK. Took a while, but we went, yeah, OK. Two um, questions, the... I need
1: more time. You've Can got, I ask my question you've not got. yes you you, you can yeah yeah
2: Uh, and and i'm gonna ask a question back to a listener tom glovers cast tom tom bailey why is your twitter handle yaleeb Yaleeb?
0: tom bailey backwards
1: it's tom bailey backwards dave
0: really backwards (laughs) next question i've asked
2: that one live on air no (laughs) no
0: that's that's one you that's one you clarify (laughs) off air so you don't look like a complete fool
2: well, no, I think we are passed that anyway, <laughs>
0: aren't we? So, <laughs> welcome to the club. Yeah, this is the last
1: one. I feel this is quite a. You guys can take this one. Uh, what is your favorite shop-brought pie, and what size would you have with it? This is from Dexter Tyson.
0: Uh, chicken ham and leek,
1: mm. I, I and Marks know.
0: and Spencer's outstanding pie.
2: I I would say there's a there's a steak pie which a shop up the road from me does. Um, which is a, a, a puff pastry pie, which I think can can very easily go wrong. A puff pastry pie, mm. it's that perfect consistency of uh, of of crisper, but as you go into it, it goes, you know, where, where you put your fork into it, and it just you you you, you, it, you feel a little bit of give, and then it just gives in. Perfect. So I'm going to go for Bennett's Bakeries, Anstall, Lathamson, Anne's steak pie.
0: That's quite a description. They're not, not going to sponsor us. I'm sorry. I'm Ill, they're but. more than welcome to. Yeah. Um. That was it. Yeah, there. Good. Sounds good. Ian, do you not like pies? Is that why you're refraining from answering? Just don't what? have.
1: Just don't have very many pies, really. So when we do have a pie, it's no, just an. I no, have the... strong opinions
0: on the pies. <laughs>
1: yeah. As the one from the freezer. There you go. A free bentos for Ian Perkins. Right. Great. <laughs> oh no, thank you. Nothing in <laughs> the tin. tin. Right.
0: We are done. We've been, We've been it. an hour and forty minutes, lads. Yeah. yeah. Gee, some weeks we've got nothing to talk about. Yeah. Yeah, thank you for that this week. It's been uh, a...
2: <laughs> lots to think
1: about and talk about. Can I say, Tuesday afternoon, mm. like, work was crazy. Work's been crazy this week. And then for, uh, at three o'clock, my phone explodes <laughs> with messages. <Yeah. laughs> like, now is not the not time physically for physically
0: exploding. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. Ah, carnage. Anyway, on to Maidstone. And we'll hear from... Who did you speak to, Dave?
2: Nigel, Nigel from Cheers, uh, the Stones Live, and he's going to be on foot in the opposition camp tomorrow morning. Don't miss it.
0: And with a quick turn, skipper Alex stock slams it in. There's
1: Lindergaard making Forrest back pedal.